Sodium. Why do I need sodium? What is sodium? Is it bad? So sodium is one of those elements in the electrolyte. Electrolyte has magnesium, potassium, calcium, sodium. Sodium is the most important one. So it helps with absorption of nutrients in your gut. Also helps with the cognitive functionalities, nerve impulse, transmission, muscle contraction. Maintains fluid balance. It helps you absorb and retain more fluid. Also boosts blood plasma volume. So now if you don't have enough sodium, you could have problem in delivery on, of oxygen to your muscle, which is not a good thing because once there's a malfunction on the delivery of your oxygen, then it's hard for your body to cool off also. So how do we lose sodium? A urination or through sweat. So now how much sodium loss usually? Usually 200 milligram to about 2000 milligram per liter of sweat. So now how much sodium do you need? You could do it through lab or the other way is that how I showed you there's a sweat rate test. If you go to Fisifax Tribe, there's the units and I discussed about this. I also showed you of how to calculate that. Or you could go to the lab to have more accurate. So that's one of the things why I actually asked for the weight loss during workout so we can actually determine whether you're hydrating enough with electrolyte or not. What's the effect if you don't have enough sodium? This is what I'm saying earlier. So sweat is drawn from your blood plasma. If you don't have enough sodium, the body takes it from your blood plasma. So now, because of that reason, now you have reduced blood volume because the sweat is being drawn from your blood plasma. Now, because you have a reduced blood volume, it becomes a problem to your cardiovascular system. It's harder for your body to pump blood to your skin, so it could actually cause dehydration also, it's our, or extreme heat in your body, a lot more work for your muscles because they're not getting enough oxygen. So it's negative effect to performance. When you are training, a lot of us are training indoors, then it's a lot more important for us to actually have electrolyte because we're sweating a lot. The next thing is that also what I wanted to tell you guys, like for example, let's say when you are in the cold temperature, you still are sweating. Like let's say you're in a high up in the mountain, you are still sweating. Or when you're in swimming pool, same thing. Okay, when you're working harder, there's more sweat. General feeling fatigue, loss of concentration, muscle cramps. So those are the effect if you don't have enough sodium. Now, if you only drink water, then the problem is gonna, that you're going to encounter is the blood becomes diluted. So you're going to reach hypnotrinia. So this is when you actually don't have a lot of electrolyte. It's all only just... The hypnotremium, one of the symptoms of that is swelling, which is there's a possibility that the, the sodium was not enough. That's why they're swelling. Symptoms of hyponatremia, there you go. Swelling, nausea, vomiting, confusion, and loss of consciousness. Now, when the sodium losses are too high, either through sweat loss or brought by excessively drinking. So there's two things. One is extreme sweat or you're just basically drinking a lot of water without electrolyte it causes diluted of sodium level in your blood now what you can see is uh, early symptoms are weight gain or swelling during the session 
how much sodium is the question here. Different factors of sweat rate, which method that I uh, discuss in the nutrition coaching call is body mass, temperature, clothing, worn, acclimatization, and gender. Elevation too, those are one of those factors. Now, based on dietary recommendation, what they want us to do is up to stay under 2300 milligrams or this is about one teaspoon of table salt a day since there's different factors of sweat rate the goal of adults is what they recommend is to restrict 1500 milligrams each day so that's basically on dietary recommendations now how do we get sodium so you can put salt in your uh, peanut butter jelly sandwich oats or their salted nuts, uh, jerky, quality jerky, pretzel, olives. These are pretty good actually, like for example, when you're, at least what I recommend, like when you're doing, uh, for me, for endurance cycling, what works for me is the pretzel because there's the carbs and then there's the salt. And it's actually easy for me to just hold it. It'll be in my bento box or it could be, you know, in a plastic bag. It's much easier for me to actually have it. Now, some other cyclists that I've raced with, they have the jerky, which I also had, but it's just hard for me to choose. So you want to find something that works for you. I don't usually have a sandwich, but I know one of our athletes do sandwich. So this one works, especially with the peanut butter. Or sometimes so, some people use this one, no calorie electrolyte. But be careful with those no calorie or low calorie. A lot of times they, they have this sweetener that sometimes it actually is not good for you. Or the other one is V8 you have that now you can hold you know just regular salt if for hot long events when it comes to summer limit over hydrating with plain water thing about it is that when you're drinking just water you're just gonna end up urinating it's nice it's hard for you to absorb it and you won't like it why because you're gonna end up going to the porta potty more often if you don't want porta potty then you got electrolytes so you can retain more of the water that you're drinking how, do you, how else do you know about the sodium? So uh, the daily value, if it's 5% or less, that's pretty good. It's called low in sodium. If it's more than 20%, then that is high in sodium. So this is like, for example, this one is chicken noodle soup. This one's very hot. Sometimes it tastes good. So, But if it's you know 140, that's pretty good. So a lot of processed foods, canned goods, or those soup in a cup so you want to be careful so you want to make sure also that you drink water because you don't want it to be too much all at the same time you know those are the things that i suggest for example like double century that i've done some of them have you know they give you this noodle cup i suggest if you're gonna have those or you know that they're gonna serve those is that you include that in your training so your digestive system can also train with that kind of food. If I were you, you don't want to take chances. The next thing is that while you're also looking into sodium, you got to really make sure that you're hydrating well, hand to hand. You really have to hydrate well because you don't want to have dehydration either. It's deadly, especially when you're dehydrated. I'm just going to say this because it's important. If you're dehydrated and you have not been drinking, when you feel like you're throwing up, most likely there are chances that your digestive system or your stomach is already acidic, that anything that you put there, it's just not gonna like it. Now you have to back off. So you don't wanna be in dehydrated mode. 
to going back to this one, other things like, for example, frozen foods without added sauce, they're most likely not so bad. But those sauces, dressing, condiments, marinated foods, or some of this one like milk, yogurt, they're pretty high sodium. But you can check it out by checking percentage daily value. Other examples that I want to tell you is like, for example, there's the rotisserie chicken that's already cooked. They put a lot of salt in there. Well, you could check it out by looking at the label. Those are the things that you want to see. Before, when I didn't really, I wasn't really looking at it, a lot of some of the canned goods are this, 800. 300 is not so bad. When it comes to almost 1,000 in one city, in one meal, you may want to check it out. So what's the recommended? Like I said, 2,300 under 2,300. Or if you can do 1,500. So that's dietary recommendations. How about if you end up having more, a lot of sodium, is that okay? Is it bad? That was also my question then. Salt contributes to high blood pressure, makes the heart work harder. So some of those related, heart disease, stroke, heart failure, kidney diseases. Could be related to poor liver function also. And the other thing is actually weight gain from water retention. So expect that if you have too much sodium also than what you need, you will retain water. So in terms of those people who want to lose weight, a lot of those athletes who I've coached for weight loss or weight management, one of the things that we had to work it out is actually check their sodium intake. So for example, Mark, one of the things that we actually worked in is the uh, salt intake and also reducing eating processed food. When you reduce the processed food or packaged food, it's much better for you in weight management. So how do you reduce salt intake? Eating more fruits, vegetables, eating food rich in potassium because it helps with the effect of the sodium on having blood pressure. However, there's also a limitation on potassium, about 4,700. Other foods that have high potassium like uh, potato, banana, those are pretty good. Reduce eating chips, cookies, crackers, salted nuts, there's butter, there's cheese. So too much sodium could jeopardize weight loss efforts. My bodybuilding coach taught me not to have a lot of sodium to lose weight. But sodium is important. Zero sodium, not okay. All right, that's it for tonight. Till next time, bye.